Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy you've tuned into the show. Whether you have listened before or you're brand new, I'm so grateful for you. You have no idea. And this episode is brought to you by my Become Aligned course. And podcasts are amazing. And I know that you know that because you guys all listen to them. And I do too. And sometimes they are not necessarily enough because while we're listening, sometimes we're passively listening and we're not actively listening. So the reason that Chris and I, Chris is my husband, the reason we've created this course is because we get asked so many questions outside of the podcast on how we started living the life that we live now, a life of happiness, of abundance, of really understanding that life is always full of problems every single day, but there's always a solution. And how do we shift back into a mindset that's going to keep us happy, keep us together, keep us successful, and keep us in thriving relationships. And that is what 
our Become Aligned course is about. Because we cover everything from mindset to the rituals that we do every single day. We talk about different energy sources that's really going to provide you with lasting energy. We talk about your purpose and what that actually means, what it is, and how it's ever-changing. We're going to tap into your beliefs. We're going to show you how to build a tribe to support where you're going. And we're definitely going to talk about wealth, abundance, money, all of the good things and how to sustain all of this. Because while, like I said, podcasts are absolutely awesome, you don't necessarily sit down and actually write out a plan for yourself. Because as much as I can sit here and tell you on the podcast what we do and how much, how many different people that I can interview, it's important that you actually learn how to apply these things in your own life. So if you've been listening for a while and you are ready to go deep and you really want to get some direct training and be able to dive into your life and yourself and your mindset, this is the course for you. I don't know about you, but I absolutely have points in my life where I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes I hit walls where I don't necessarily feel happy anymore and I haven't sat with myself long enough. I haven't really let myself think. I haven't written out how I actually feel. And so many people who took this course said that it was completely life-changing and they revealed a lot of things about themselves, about them li- about their lives, about their relationships that they weren't really looking at or they were avoiding. And it's about having those tough conversations, not only with other people, but really with yourself and knowing that you have the tools and the access to the tools. And we're going to teach you all of the tools that you need, not only to move through things, but to actually thrive on the other side. So you guys, I would love for you to join the Aligned community. It's such a special group of human beings and you get lifetime access. This is nine different modules where you're going to be working through each area of your life at your own pace. So you might need something on abundance. You might need more on you know money. You might need more on your purpose, on your tribe. This is where you can really go deep on exactly what you need and make sure that you're not missing any of your blind spots if you are feeling stuck or if you are wondering how everyone is doing it and how they're managing it all. This is a truly honest course about how to have a thriving life and manage and deal with all of the different problems that do come up in your life and understand that not everyone is going to support you and not everyone is for you and you are not for everyone. And that's okay. It's finding your people. It's forgiving yourself. It's creating a life of abundance and choosing your own purpose and your happiness. So you guys, you can go to becomealigned.com. That's becomealigned.com. And you guys know that because you're listeners, I'm going to give you an awesome deal and an awesome discount. And I cannot wait to see you in that community. And also let me know if you join because it is such an awesome, awesome uh, community. And also I'm really proud of this course. Chris and I poured our heart and our soul into this. Everything that we've done, everything that we've learned, we've invested so much into ourselves that this is everything that we have applied in our lives. And if you want to know how we've done it, we put it all on the table. We've put it all in this course. So if you want to know, go check it out at becomealigned.com. So let's get into the show. 
I'm a very motivated and driven person. At the same time, we all need accountability. Like we just do. So for me, like I said what I was going to do and then I did it. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation. And I was thrilled and had the best time bringing Kat Golden on the show because it feels like she's been in my life for a long time, but it has only been really about two short years that she has uh, been on this journey of just massive growth and self-development. And it's been so fun to watch her create something out of a need that she had in her own field and to watch it completely explode. And we unlock all of the things that she did on her path along the way. And this definitely is not a normal story, but it can be. So it's so exciting because Kat Golden is an RN, BSN, her passion for helping nurses and find the confidence they need to create their own schedules has come from her own need in the industry. She helps them take a chance on their dreams and maintain self-care. And that is what sparked her movement, Nurses Inspire Nurses. She runs the Nurses Inspire Nurses shop and she hosts monthly events and coffee talks as well as provides free resources to support nurses no matter where they are in the world. She shipped thousands of Nurses Inspire Nurses merch out to nurses across the US, Canada, Europe, Australia, and she's built a six-figure business in under a year, you guys. The Nurses Inspire Nurses movement virtual community consists of 20,000 nurses from all over the world. She takes nurses through her 90-day mentorship program, the Leap Land Live Method, which we share a little bit about in the podcast. She helps them look inside themselves and uncover what they're truly passionate about. She believes that if nurses embrace their true being, that they'll uncover their purpose and be able to live a life that they're obsessed with. So this is growing faster than she probably <laughs> than she probably ever imagined in her wildest dreams and Kat is also somebody who started by reading this is how she got on my radar she was she put together a group for my book a tribe called bliss she literally followed it to a t i saw them post all of their stuff constantly on social media she got on my radar cuz i was like who the heck is this she's freaking amazing putting these groups together her whole group was awesome i started following all of them and from there she ended up coming to the bliss project 
And we talk about that in here. And from there, she joined the mastermind. And I want to share her journey all along the way because it's fast. It's amazing. And she took massive action and she shares all of her fears and everything that happened and her belief system that got her to create this epic business that is blowing up. And it happened so quickly. So let's get started. Kat, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too. Okay. This is so much fun because I feel like watching your progression has been completely insane. From the outside world, (laughs) what I think people see is, you know, this girl who is just on this crazy fast track and it may even look like you are super blessed or lucky. But yep. I know, <laughs> yes, I mean, I, because you have had some insane uh, success, windfalls, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want to really dig in and talk about, I've gotten to see why that's happening. Mm-hmm. And so often we don't actually get to look at the path of it's because she did this, 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 and this, and it's because she was scared shitless and it's because she mm-hmm. just kept going. And you know, right down to the moments where I've gotten to see you go through some really, really, really tough stuff, kind of your life or some relationships falling apart mm-hmm. and still moving full speed ahead on that. So I really want to um, have you, if you would just share a little bit of your background, like summarizing, you know, your life up until we connected yeah, with, with the book, because it all started with A Tribe Called Bliss. Yep. <laughs> Which is so cool. So if if you guys don't know, I wrote a book and it's about tribe and it is um, all about connecting women. And I kept seeing this group, like shout out my book, like this really epic group of women who were really consistent with the book. They were doing exactly so weird, right? Exactly <laughs> I know we followed what, directions. I know, here. followed directions perfectly um, about the book. And I was like, wow, I'm seeing all of these Insta, Insta stories. And he was like once a week or once every two weeks uploaded and I started to feel like this connection to you guys. Yeah. Which also talks about the power of social media Mm -hmm. and supporting women. So you guys didn't even know that through you supporting each other and following the book, you were supporting me so much. Like it was reminding Mm -hmm. me, this is why I do it. This is what it looks like to support women. This is so beautiful. So I started to follow you guys because I was so intrigued by your journey of you together. So if you would kind of share where you were um, before the book, when the book came into your life, and then we'll kind of get into what happened after that. Yeah. So I am a nurse. Before that, I have a business degree and worked in nonprofit and drug and alcohol rehab, um, got into network marketing and kind of through, you know, I went back to nursing school. I was dabbling in network marketing, always loved helping people, which is even you know why I worked at a nonprofit, went to nursing school, and then loved helping people with their health. I'm super passionate about health. Mm-hmm. However, I realized it wasn't really for me to teach or train, mm. which was so disappointing because I loved <laughs> the products and I loved the company and I loved taking care of myself in that way. Real so, quick, what was that realization? Because I think a lot of people get stuck there. Oh yeah, totally. Well, that kind of goes into... the 
exactly that. Okay. So I'll, I'll explain that. So I actually hired a mentor, my very first mentor ever to help me blow up my isogenics business was how I actually got into mentoring because I was so frustrated, which now I can see I was misaligned, but I didn't know that at the mm-hmm. time. So I hired a mentor to help me blow up my isogenics business. And she's like, you don't need help with this. She's like, you need a life coach. Like your life is a mess because she could see (laughs) the misalignment. And I was just like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you don't want to hear that. Yeah. So she basically told me to go on this huge pause to stop everything that I was doing and really tune inward. And basically I was living and dying by a to-do list. All Mm -hmm. these things that I had on my to-do list. And you have to think as a nurse, I had a great paying job. I was creating my own schedule. Um, and I was very like happy, I guess. I just kept feeling like there was something more. I thought it was this, but it wasn't. So that's actually how I ended up reading your book was oh because I was on this pause, which I didn't even know what that meant. Like, I was like, what do people do if they only work? Like take naps? Like it was weird. <laughs> So I just started doing all of these things that would bring me joy, not intending. I didn't really know what what would come of it, but just like, this is what my mentor told me to do. So I'm like, I guess I need to find some joy. So I was like, I just started asking myself, what is going to make me happy? And I'd seen, you know, obviously I'd followed you and I'd seen you posting about the book. So I was like, I'm going to get this book. I will never forget. It was Memorial Day. And I had owned, I hadn't owned my house that long. And so I was like, I'm going to go buy a kiddie pool and I'm going to drink beer and I'm going to like blow up this kiddie pool <laughs> all day. And I'm going to read, because I was just doing things that brought me joy. Yeah, so that's the, great. Yeah, so I just was like in my kiddie pool, <laughs> reading a track called Bliss, drinking beer on Memorial Day. I was like, this is the best day ever. And so I've just always been someone, and we'll get into that more, but truly my key to success is I just take action. Like it actually doesn't dawn on me. And this can be a good or bad thing when yeah. I come to learn, but it actually doesn't dawn on me that things don't work out or that you wouldn't do that. Like to me, it was never a question. I read the book. I'm like, well, this is what we're supposed to do. So I send some texts. I'm like, we're starting, like, you know, probably had three beers. Like we're, we're starting the fact. <laughs> this is what's happening. Um, so I should have added that as a tip. Like if you're scared <laughs> to reach out, drink three beers in a kiddie pool real quick and you'll be, you will, I, I totally get so friendly with my friends. Like after they're like, have you had a couple cocktails? Like, no, it's great. Talk to us. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I was just on this huge pause. And then through that pause actually was where I got the ideas for everything I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And it was really crazy because the things that I'm doing now actually have always been in me, things that come very naturally to me. I just was in so much tension with nursing. I wanted a way out, not thinking that I could actually actually have such an impact and make change because the kind of people um, in nursing are not actually usually like me, which is why I've actually done so well. Cause I'm like, Hey guys, there's a different way. Like we don't have to keep doing things the way they've always been done. But I got every idea I had through that pause. Um, so that was in May of 2018. Okay. Wow. Not that long ago. No, my, my ba- business is such a baby and it's, people cannot believe when I tell them you know, how long I've been in business. I'm like, yeah, we're just a baby. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's why I wanted you to come on the show is because I want to show that it is, is sometimes in life, things can go slow. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, 
I'm sure that there were a lot of things that led up to this that you were doing that brought you onto this path that I think we tend to like forget about. Like, oh, I was kind of preparing for these different moments. But also things can also go rocket ship speed. Mm -hmm. And I think that you were just ready for the rocket ship, which we'll talk about in a little bit of what that looked like, because Mm -hmm. I can't even believe it. You said May of 2018. So like literally less than two years. Yeah. Yeah insane. Like you're a different, <laughs> totally different person altogether. Yeah. Like I always see, but my God, this is crazy. Okay. So when you said there was a different way to do nursing, and I think this is going to be huge for people to hear because a lot of times when it's our problems that we're solving, we don't realize that that can be the problem that we're going to solve for everybody in a business. Like, yep. <laughs> um, so what was that question that you were in when you were like, is this really it? Like, I, I love nursing, but what, what was the thing that was, you know, driving you bananas? And then what did you, how did you create or see a better way or start uh, talking about a better way? Yeah, to me, it just bothered me. I felt in nursing, we were taking care of everyone else and not ourselves. Nurses are caregivers by nature. Like we all know those people in our lives, right? Um, even Amanda, who I share my warehouse with, she's like, you're the best person to have a roommate. Cause I'm like, get the coffee, clean everything. I'm like, are you okay? Do you like, I just made sure she ate lunch today, you know? So like yeah. you want them as your friends, but we don't always take care of ourselves. And mm-hmm. through my own mindset journey and all the work that I had done, I was like, we're humans first, we're nurses second. And it was like, everything revolved around being a nurse, our worth, what we did, everyone was killing themselves. And I looked around and I mean, I hate to say all because probably not all, but a lot, a very, very, very high percentage of my coworkers were miserable. And everyone was waiting for something else to make them feel better. When I get off my I'll feel better. When the next schedule comes out, I'll feel better. When X, Y, and Z happens, when we're not so short-staffed. And I'm just like, that's not how I want to live my life. And I was the odd duck. Like I really was. And so through that, through having that mentor, because I was in this pause, I was really just focused on again, like what would bring me joy? What would make me happy? And so I started helping my coworkers and because it was just very natural and that's, you know, what would bring me joy. And so one of my friends made a comment and said, I wish Betty, our manager, would hire you to help take care of the nurses. And I said, oh, that's funny. That doesn't exist. And I told my mentor that. And she's like, well, why couldn't it exist? And I was like, well, I don't know. Nobody's doing that. And she's like, well, you could do that. And I'm, Lori, I'm not even kidding you. We were on a Zoom call. Yeah. It's in Michigan. It's cloudy. The sky opened up. This light beam <laughs> shone down. I'm not kidding you. I snapped. I was like, Whoo! I snapped a photo <laughs> on my phone and it went away. Like I still have the photo. This like beam of light. I was like, okay. Like I heard that was it. And like yeah. ever since that day, I just had like a knowing. Mm, I love that. And that doesn't sound crazy to me at all. I've had moments where I've said stuff on calls or Zoom, or I had a moment where I was, um, when I had first started Bliss and I was uh, lining up one of my speakers and I wasn't sure if I should be doing it or not. And a hummingbird just like whizzed up to the window and then disappeared while I was on the phone with them. And I was like, okay, we're good. (laughs) It turned out to be a relationship. She's been there every single year. So, Mm -hmm. um, and it was freaking epic. Uh, but, and those are the little things that we can write off and be like, no, no, that light beam wasn't for me. (laughs) Or you can build your belief of like, everything is for me. And here's the thing. If you're listening and you think that's just freaking crazy, whatever you want to think is what will happen. Because honestly, I just add it to the bank of everything is happening for me. Mm -hmm. And if it fails, great. It's just setting me up for the next thing. And that's a true Mm -hmm. belief system. And I hear it in your voice. Like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. And you know what? You know what's crazy, Kat? Is you may have failed like 
50 times along your path, but you don't see them as failures. So that's the difference. Is no, like not- you always say, just yeah. feedback. I'm like, I need yeah. the feedback. So I have to move. And the totally. idea I originally had, like I'm not even doing, which is so funny. It was like, I wanted to have these little boxes at work that we would use and all this stuff. Like it just kind of led me to something else, but yeah. Happen. Boxes like care boxes? Yeah. Or- like something okay. like I was just like, I'm going to make these boxes. I'm going to sell these boxes. Like it was just something to be like on the units of presence. There was just literally no self-care. Mm. Okay. So that's what I want to point out too. I listened to a, um, a podcast this this morning called Masters of Scale. And they were talking about like finding your thing or growing your thing. And it is so important that you just like follow the vision that excites you and brings you joy. And it's not going to be the same as when you start exactly like what I'm growing right now. Just like you said, it started as like, maybe we'll do care boxes. Like mm-hmm. once you get into it, you'll be delivered the rest. Mm-hmm. So even if it feels like I'm 50% there, but this still feels really incomplete, the only way to get the other 50% and get really, really clear and get like pushes you over the edge excitement is to keep on going. And I know you've been delivered pieces like that too. It's mm-hmm. like, you're only going to get it in chunks. It's never <laughs> yeah. going to come in the full pack. I think that's why so many people don't get started is they're like, yeah, eh, it's kind of there, but it's not. And part of it sucks. And I'm not sure if it'll work. Like you actually, it's a universal law. Like you have to step in to prove that you'll do it in order to get the rest. Otherwise you're not going to get this epic idea uh, knowing that you're going to like possibly back down, you know, or quit. The best analogy about this. Yes. So I probably because I'm a nurse, (laughs) this came to me, but the best analogy that I think about is when like, I don't have kids, so I don't know, but when I was in the hospital, I was so mystified how these women would have babies. And I think it's one of the best universal examples. Like nobody knows what to do when that first kid comes out. You're just like, <laughs> like, right. Like you're freaking out. Everybody's freaking out. But what do they do? They're like, first of all, your body has the baby, right? That's like the crazy. That's the first part. That's just like nuts. Yeah. The second part is they're like, then you have the thing. You're like, oh my God, like, what do I do? But they're like, no, you, you just have to make it three days, right? Like they make sure you can feed the baby. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you make it three days and then you're going to come back to the doctors. Then you make it to the first doctor's appointment. They weigh the baby. You're like, okay, we made it three days. We kept it alive. Okay. Yeah. Then they're like, okay, you're going to come back in a month and this is what the baby can eat. And this is what the baby can do. Like, I always say like, mm. you don't take tampons to a baby shower. Like you're not like, oh, <laughs> your, your daughter is going to be 13. Here's some tampons. No, like, yes, you think about those things, but you're mm. not researching kindergartens when the, you're at the one month appointment. You're just yeah. like, I got to make it to the one month appointment. And then things are revealed in time. Like all these women have babies. They all somehow figure it out. Like we will figure it out. But until you take the next step, you can't see the next step and the next step and the next step. Stop taking tampons to a baby shower. We're not there yet. Like you just need that first step. It, that is so incredibly good because I am in that right now. Mm-hmm. So hard. <laughs> I'm in it, it so hard right now, Kat, because I like... I'm very clear and I'm, I'm able to let go, but I just want to point out, like, I can't, I, I know what's out there and it's, it's really, ooh, let's chat about this. It's really easy to get overwhelmed, especially yes. in, um, and we'll, we'll move forward on your story in a sec, but especially when you are hiring coaches or you're going to masterminds or you're listening to podcasts and you're reading books, because a lot of times you, you want to be aware of the big picture, but sometimes mm-hmm. the big picture can overwhelm us. So you mm-hmm. need to know about the big picture, but have the capacity and the self-restraint to say that's for later mm-hmm. and not let it overwhelm you. Close the book on that or close that chapter and then go back to what yeah. is 
and just focus on what's now and learn about what's now. Because it's really easy to get caught up in, especially like the perfectionist types, Yes, very caught up in educating themselves. I saw this a lot in network marketing. Well, I need to know it all before I started. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you just need to dial a phone number of somebody that you know. Like, mm-hmm. So just like restraint on focusing on what is now. So after... Okay. So let's, let's rewind back to after the book, you started to set up your tribe. You got these girls together. You mm-hmm. followed through. You did the whole book together. What was that like? Because were these girls in your life before that? Not closely. Like we okay. knew each other. I was the connecting piece. Like we knew each other, but we weren't like, no, we didn't know each other well at all, but we all had kind of baby businesses. Mine was just an idea. I hadn't done anything with with what yeah. I was doing yet. Um, but I knew we were all had similar things going on. And so it just seemed like the right, like those were the people that came to my mind. Again, some I don't overthink things. I'm just like, okay, this is what came. This is what we're doing. I'm the same. So yeah. So we started and it's it was crazy to see even like a year later, me having my nurse party, like how I started my business to be like, whoa, I didn't have any of this when we first started. And it, I would say, just gave us the permission, all of us, to try things. And that if we failed, we're like, well, we're just going to have a really great party. Like, we're still here. So mm-hmm. it kind of just created that safe space, I think, to do a lot of scary things. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So then you went to the Bliss Project together. Yep. Did anything come out of that? Tell me about your experience there, first of all. So you guys did the book. You got a lot closer. You guys all kind of were like starting to get different ideas, uh, start thinking about launching businesses and launching businesses. Some of them already had businesses, uh, but feeling a lot more support. I'm pretty sure all of you became a lot more successful because of your connection (laughs) together. Yes. Because I was just like, how is this happening right now? You're all like exploding. It's freaking awesome. And then you went to Bliss and what happened there? What was your experience? I I think for me at Bliss, it's... I didn't really know what to expect, but I think in order, my key to success really is just tuning inward and being on my own path. I think, again, it's so easy to see what other people are doing. And I think I've had a blessing of doing something very different. There's not... Like I'm the OG of nurse mentors and you know I haven't been doing this that long. So that tells you. But Bliss helped me tune into what Kat needed to hear. It created Mm -hmm. that space yes, you're with other people, but it was such a sacred space to be like, what do I need to hear? Mm. What download do I need to get? And then to also be inspired by all these amazing women and like you leading the way, showing, you know, like, hey, I'm going to get uncomfortable. I'm going to sing on stage. I'm going to do all these things. (laughs) And I'm like, yep, know what that's like. I'm not going to sing. I'll just tell you that. But (laughs) I know what that's like to get uncomfortable and just kind of giving me, I think, that permission. But really, it was just the container to get the messages that I needed to get, to see visualizations, you know, to do some of the exercises was like everything I needed in that moment. Mm, It's so good. So you kind of went on this path, like before that, were you into self-development or like, yeah. what, what was your journey before that? Yeah. I actually got connected with personal development through, do, through being an isogenics and network marketing. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and then I had went to Tony Robbins. Actually, you and Chris were at the Tony Robbins UPW I was at. I randomly oh remember God. that. Just like, I think I remember you posting on stories about it, but you guys were at one of the same UPWs I went to in LA. Oh yeah. Um, so I went to Tony Robbins and that was really powerful to walk on fire. Like I actually reopened my heart because after I'd been divorced and it was very mm-hmm. closed off and mm-hmm. I'd done a lot of internal work to reopen my heart. Ooh, gives me chills. Um, mm. And then, you know, had gone to therapy and I'd been on my own, my own personal development journey. 
for a little while. So when you say open your heart, just because some people might be like, what does that look like? And what does that mean? So you, what was the point where you had kind of put up the wall? What did the wall mean in your life? Like, what did that look like? What were you saying no to, or what was it blocking out? And then how did you open your heart? Yeah, I think just because I had been raised pretty strict, conservative in a religious background and I quote, did everything right. And then Mm -hmm. not everything was right. It didn't go how I planned. So then I was in this whole crisis of, well, like I was 28, I was divorced. I was like, my life is over and I don't care about doing anything right Mm -hmm. because it didn't work out for me. So I was just like, um, my brother actually moved to Colorado to live with me, which is like the greatest gift anyone's ever given to me. He's like, you're not going to be alone when he found out what was going on. Mm -hmm. But he put Tinder on my phone. He's like, you're going to go out. You're going to have a great time. (laughs) And so I just was like, I'm just going to date all these guys. I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like I just was, I didn't care about anything, honestly. Mm -hmm. I was very closed off to any kind of love or meaningful relationship. I think I didn't have a great relationship with myself. Not I think, I know. So I was just, I think, closed off to any kind of deeper connection, truly with anyone, even myself. And then at Tony Robbins, when I say like, I quote, open my heart, you know, you realize we have all these stories we're telling ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, a story that like, that was my chance and I missed it. So what's the point? And I realized, you know, it's just a lie. It's not true. And I can see now, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so young. Like, of course, you have your whole life ahead of you. Like, what are you thinking? But it, at the time, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. And and I know you're, I, you're from the Midwest too. And it's a very like, you know, a, a growing up there, it's a lot of like, if you're, you don't have the picket fence and the kids and the husband in your early twenties, it does feel late. So, mm-hmm. but it's so cool to like, obviously now you're like, wait. Yeah. Like that's crazy. So young. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. So you were already into self-development, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So opening your heart up and then having um, an experience at Bliss where you were like, what does Kat need? What did you find out? Like what, what did you need and what happened from there? Because mm-hmm. you are such, you are so actionable. Like everything you're saying, people are like, holy shit. Okay. So she asks a question, she gets an answer. She acts. Here's the thing is some people are like, they don't, they're going to think that they're not getting an answer but they are, they're just, they're focused more on the fear than they are on the plan. So please tell me what, like, what can you tell people about the answers that they're getting? Like, what does it feel like when you get an answer? So tell me about what you got after bliss, like what you removed to go to do it and what you did. Yeah. For me, I remember we did a forgiveness exercise and I needed to really forgive myself of some things from the past that I was letting hold me back against Mm -hmm. stories I had or different things that were coming up in order to move forward. And I agree. I used to be that same way. I used to think, oh, this is, you know, letting the fear take over. I believe so strongly. We all know the next step, Mm -hmm. even if the next step is asking for help. So I really promised myself that I would continue to take that next step. It's what I'm honestly still doing, just taking one step forward. I actually had to close something that I had started. I started a subscription. It was not working. Um, so there were little things like even in my business, I was like, man, I'm gonna have to write a letter to people and be like, hey, this I'm not doing this anymore. Things like that, that you know weren't always easy, but I knew it was what I had to do. And I think... This sounds crazy. I've just relied on my action taking abilities. I have never felt like I was the smartest person out there, the most talented. I'm not naturally good at a lot of things. Like I'm not artistic. Um, like mm-hmm. I can't, I wasn't ever super athletic, things like that. Just naturally I wasn't, but but I 
I will not be outworked and I will always take action. So I felt like I just really relied on my strengths. And one of them is taking action. And I think we all know. I think if we say we don't, I I would just, I would say you're lying to yourself. That's what I tell my mentees. I'm like, I actually think you do know at least one next step you could take. I couldn't agree more. I think we always know. I think we choose to stop focusing on the excitement of what what could happen. And we focus on the fear of people are going to tell me this is a stupid idea. I don't know what to do next. Like, I just want to sit here and both of us be like, (laughs) like, Kat, right now, I have so much to do this afternoon and none of it, I have no idea how to do any of it. Like I'm all learning about <laughs> the worst. learning about crowdfunding right now. Like when I say learning, like I'm going on websites and yeah. learning language and get going cross-eyed, getting up, going over to the fridge, opening it up, being like, you don't need to eat anything right now, closing the fridge, going, sitting back down because I am in such massive resistance over mm-hmm. like the pain of not knowing. And it'd be really easy for me to be like, I had no education. I was homeschooled yep. high school. I fucking suck. And to stop like doing the thing, like that is in me, it's definitely in me. But then yeah, I'm like, too. <laughs> I'm not happy. Like I'm not happy. My head can't hit the pillow and be okay with myself if I don't at least forge through, like just sit in yep. the resistance. So you have that too. Always. And I say, this is what I tell my mentees and I forget who told it to me, but like, we just don't like to do things we're not good at, right? Mm-hmm. Who likes to do things you're not good at? Nobody. Yeah. Like, nobody likes, but you don't get good at things if you don't do it. So I just actually do what you're doing. Like I honor the feeling. I'm like, you know what? I'm not good at this. Like I found out I'm not, I'm working <laughs> on being a better leader. Like I had to be like, this is not natural for me to have really hard conversations because I just want everyone to be happy. But I can't mm-hmm. do what I need to do in this world if I'm sitting here being like, I'm not good at that. So just honor that I don't like it because I'm not good at it yet, but I can learn. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's the most important thing. Like, yeah. so how did you support yourself with your friends when you were going through it? Like what what piece, tell me about the importance of supporting yourself through a tribe of women or whomever. Yeah. I think the really cool thing about tribe is they're kind of there to remind you how far you've come to. Mm. And I think we get so focused on, right? Like all these things we don't know. And like, this is so frustrating. And they're like, wait a second. Like, didn't you just like have this launch and didn't you just do this? And like, I'm like, oh yeah, like I did do that. Like, (laughs) right. Like they're kind of there to bring you back to earth and really help you remember that you can do it. And then it's just so empowering, right? So I think just that alone, if not like to be able to see a different perspective, ask a different question, right? Like we're so caught up in our own heads. Mm -hmm. I can't say how many times it's been like, hey, did you think of this? Hey, did you do that? I'm like, actually, no, I didn't do any of that. That's a great place to start. Oh my God. That's why it's so important for me. And I want to get into a couple of things there because I, I think a huge thing that I can trace back to my success is one of them is like my masterminds through Mm -hmm. essentially what I wrote this book about. And it is because not only did they remind me, but they did point out my blind spots. Mm -hmm. And, and it was like, I, I can't tell you how many times I got off the phone and I felt like massive vulnerability hangover though, because I, I'm still, because I've been abandoned by friendships and had a lot of trust issues with women just from things that had happened in the past, um, you know, being with the wrong group. And not only that, but me, like I played so much into that. There was so much about the reactions of the people that I was with because of how I was being 
Um, so I'm taking full responsibility for it. But like when you go back and you open your heart back up to women mm-hmm. and you, you get vulnerable and you go through things, I know you went through some relationship stuff mm-hmm. with this group of women or in your uh, relationship, which if you feel like sharing about that'd be yeah. great. Uh, whatever, then it's like vulnerability hangover is a real thing. How do you lean in instead of withdrawing? Because I've heard so many women be like, I started the group, I followed your book, but it, it started to fall apart. Like they just have these issues again with women when I think it's like, you got to lean in, you got to talk about it, you got to bring it back up, you got to get vulnerable again. So, mm-hmm. what did that look like for you? I think to me, again, like, I don't know. I think I have this weird naive, I think in order to do what I'm supposed to do on this planet, God made me naive. To just, yeah, no, I have that too. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but I really think it's true. And to me, I really didn't see a lot of other options. Like my relationship did end. I was in like one of the worst places of my life. Like I thought like, this is forever, right? Like, and I've been mm-hmm. divorced before. So then I have all this other stuff coming up. Like maybe actually I'm the problem. And like, mm. not that obviously I don't have things to work on, but but it's hard. It's really hard. But to me, I didn't really feel like I had a lot of other options than to like lean into these women for support because I was struggling so badly. And so I was like, if they're not there for me and my relationship is ended mm-hmm. and like I'm doing, like I don't even have coworkers anymore, I'm going to be in a bad, bad way. So I think for me, I was just almost like more thankful for the support that the vulnerability was worth it because I already felt so sad, honestly. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. And I think I think this is I just want to point out that you are to the outside world like you are very you look and seem and act and show up as a very strong woman, mm-hmm. but you let yourself fall apart around mm-hmm. them. And if we don't have a place like that, then we we kind of stop everything. Like if we don't have a place where we can fall apart and let people put us back together and not just always us putting us back together. Like, I think I felt the most support and the most like I can do anything when I was able to just be a mess and keep showing up on a lot of my calls, like a total shit show, like a basket case, like feeling like I was a burden to them for a while and, and telling them that like, I feel like I'm a burden because I keep bringing these problems. And they're like, okay. This doesn't happen all the time. And we're all, you, we all have to do this sometimes and sometimes for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think the difference is like, you didn't show up on those calls being like, here's, here's the problem. And then digging into the problem and blaming everyone. You went on there, like, let's find a solution, but here's where I'm honestly at. Mm -hmm. It feels dark. It feels ugly. I feel this way. I feel that way. But you, I'm sure you always had a spin of like, and I'm open to solutions, you know? Yeah, I'm always open to, sol- to yeah. solutions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to sit I, there. No, I don't want to live the way I used to in the past. Yeah. Terrible. No more. Totally. A guy ran by me today. It said, don't backstab your future. And I was like, oh, that's good. Like, back- yeah, like from something from the past, you know, like, bring- yeah. Okay. So then what was next? I might as well just have the questions of then what? Yeah. Then- so I. I think then I joined Fast Foundations in January of 2019 or whenever, right after the first of the year. So that is Chris and I's mastermind yes. that we do together. Um, was that the first one or the second one that we'd ever done? First one. I was in the first one. Okay. 
Yeah, what, what's so funny is that like two years ago, I had mm-hmm. messaged Chris on Instagram being like, I know that I'm going to be in your mastermind. And I thought <laughs> I would, it would just be when I was in the elite level mastermind. Right. But I was like, I know I'll be in your mastermind. And then when Fast Foundations came out, I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I'm mm. like, jump. Like, it wasn't even a question. Like, I had to have been one of the first couple of people to sign up because I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad that I did that because that is when my relationship was falling apart. And I was mm-hmm. like, really, I wasn't as strong in myself as I am now. And so I'm mm-hmm. really glad that I made like a very strong decision on my own to do that because it truly changed the course of my year. So I did that. I think it was started in February or something. Yeah. Hey guys, this is the perfect spot to take a break because I have to tell you some exciting news. Our famous Fast Foundations Mastermind is open again for enrollment. This is a mastermind that my husband, Chris Harder, and I put on for entry-level early-stage entrepreneurs. And this is the only way to be able to work with Chris and I together in a room in person. I can promise you that this is literally one of the best masterminds out there for half the price. But I want you to listen in to some of these transformations that have happen when you are in the room. And you guys know if you listen to this podcast that I always tell you, just show up for yourself and get your butt in the room. So listen into these. My name is Jessica Heady Gandolfi. Fast Foundations gave me the tools, the clarity, and the confidence I needed to take my business to the next level, doubling my income in the first two weeks back in practice. Hi, my name is Monica Linda, and Fast Foundations not only changed my mindset, my bank account, but also it was a game changer in the people that I connected with. But the power, the true power, was in all of the relationships built and the collective knowledge of the other mastermind participants. That ROI will last a lifetime and it's priceless. Okay, so here's the deal. All of those breakthroughs that you just heard, none of those people felt ready to be in that room. And I know you're sitting here thinking, I'm not even sure if I'm there yet. But let me tell you, if you make less than 499,000 a year, we want to lock arms with you to make your business explode and make you feel confident in all of the areas that you don't yet feel confident in. And I will tell you as an entrepreneur, you never feel ready. You never, ever feel ready. It's all about taking that leap and showing up for yourself. So over the next five and a half months, we want to lock arms with you and spots are super limited. So go over to fastfoundations.com right now because we want to work with you. We want you in this room. And as you can hear from the transformation, it is your turn now to have that same experience. So let's get back to the interview. So tell me the inside of that, because whether it's our mastermind or somebody else's, I really want to talk about, because you fast-tracked. So I oh, want to yeah. talk about the things <laughs> that fast-tracked you. Like you went to Tony Robbins, you did personal development, you yep. started your own tribe because then you supported yourself. You yep. joined Fast Foundation. You like you did all of the things that people talk about and you actually became really actionable after it. And we'll talk about where she is right now, but it will blow your mind all of the pieces that have come together because of these major decisions. So was there any hesitation or fear around joining? What did you feel like in the room? And what do you think are the main things about a mastermind that really shift? 
Yeah, I was nervous. I would be yeah. lying if I said I wasn't nervous, but it was like a gut. Like I know, like I know this is the next step. And I think the thing that I've always said is I'll never be the one to hold myself back. I can't control other people. I can't control, there's a million things mm. in this world I can't control, but I promise like I'll be damned if I'm the one that holds myself back. Wow. And so I, I knew this was the next step. Like that's what keeps me going. Like I don't want to look in the mirror and be like, you held yourself back. Other people like things, right? Like we can't guarantee what's going to happen. But I knew that this was the next step for me. I was for sure nervous. I really didn't know what to expect, but I honestly, I didn't care because I just was like this, I knew that that's what I was supposed to do. So, um, and obviously I'd been like following you and Chris for a long time. And just from being at your events and knowing you guys, I was like, I knew you would deliver. So to me, it wasn't really a question. I was like, let's go. That's going to be great. (laughs) But yes, I was nervous. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Remember, I had a Zumba dance in front of... I shouldn't tell people that because I don't know what they're going to do. But I made a commitment to myself though. Like when I signed up, I was like, I'm literally raising my hand for everything. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to fly there. And I'm not going to... Like I want all of my questions answered. So I made that commitment to myself before I ever stepped in the room. So that helped me just set the tone that like I was present. I was there. I didn't care what it was. I was raising my hand. Mm, Okay. That is literally the key. Mm-hmm. Because you will get out of life what you put in. Yep. And look what I got. One million percent. Yep. And look what happened because you were just what I keep hearing in all of your answers are that yes, you're afraid, but you don't let yourself stay in that. Like you don't focus mm-hmm. on that. And you expand possibility instead mm-hmm. of expanding fear. So what are things that you do at home? Because he, Here's the thing is people go, they'll like maybe become an entrepreneur, which means like pulling yourself out of the workforce and being at home. And then they're like isolated. Mm -hmm. So it's really easy to focus on the fear, like being Mm -hmm. at home alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I did it for a long time. I was like, Oh my God, it's horrible. I'm not like, there were years where I was like, because I was isolated. Mm -hmm. What were things that, what are things that you do when you notice you're kind of going down fears path or you're starting to focus on that? Do you get out of the house? Do you go... What you- I, for me, it's I have to get in my physical body. Like I have to yeah. exercise. I have to change up my environment, change up the energy. But honestly, being in the mastermind, this came up for me. So when my relationship ended, then I was a homeowner alone. Mm-hmm. I love my house, but I hated living alone. My environment was so bad. I, it was not even who I was. I was like, Kat, this isn't even you. Like It was a struggle. I felt like I was literally pushing a boulder uphill. It was so bad. But from people that I met in the mastermind that I had to hold me accountable. I'll never forget Arvin getting me on the phone, literally yelling at me. Like, what would you tell your mentees? Like, you are like, like basically calling my ass out. Like I was kind of offended. And he's like, this is ridiculous. He's like, when are you? Like, I mean, he was getting like intense, but he was right. Like in my head, I was so blocked. Like I was like, this is crazy. Again, I was like, I don't have a place for my shop. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know how I'm going to afford it. Well, some miraculously, I have this beautiful warehouse I'm sitting in and like it all mm. worked out, but I went like we're saying the beginning, if I wouldn't have taken that first step, but also surrounded myself with the right people. Mm-hmm. I will never forget sitting there and him being like, this is it. Like he was literally like, I'm coming to Detroit to move your stuff if you don't. <laughs> and that's the power. It yes. truly is the power. So, um, you know, masterminds are, they're super like old, they've been around forever. They were just not called masterminds. They will actually, they were called masterminds in different <laughs> languages, but it was, um, it's the power of 
more than like three or more minds coming together, Mm -hmm. um, you open up a vortex that you cannot get to yourself. And if that word is too much for you, it's just the truth. Like you can actually look at the stories of Einstein and all of these different inventors and they all got together in groups to essentially mastermind and brainstorm because they talk about how they access a field of thought that we cannot access alone. Yep. And when you're in that room, you get access to a field that you cannot access alone. And that's why we say like you, and I know you do this with your nurses, you have in-person events, which we're going to talk all about if you're a nurse or you want to go to one of our events Mm -hmm. that you are not going to feel that connection on your own. And you have to create that for yourself, whether that's through a mastermind, whether that's through a tribe, whether that's through whatever it is. And you have to keep going until you find it because it doesn't happen right away. Right? Like, no. You have to keep asking. And you have to reach out. Even the girls Mm -hmm. in my tribe, like my one friend, we we all met on Instagram. It's like, these people think, you know, it's so easy. People ask me all the time, well, I don't know how to meet these people. I'm like, do you know that when I moved back to Detroit after living in Colorado for a decade, I had to Mm -hmm. message people on Instagram like, hey, you look like similar to me. Do you want to get coffee? Like, that's how MB and I became friends. We literally, I DM'd her and said, hey, let's hang out. Yeah, that's totally, (laughs) that's a lot of my friends right now. Mm -hmm. Literally. I just, I, I wish that I would have screenshot every DM that I sent. Totally. Because I can only, and I wish I would have gotten, like, I got so many, well, I got nothing back from majority of like chicks in LA, Um, (laughs) which totally great. But I was like, Oh my God, this people. is so hard <laughs> it is. to make friends here. And then I was like, nope, just going to keep going until I find mm-hmm. my people. Because I know there's girls out there like me. Like there has to be people. Yep. If you're feeling a certain way, and this is what I always like lean back on. You can't share the wrong thing because the right people will find you. And I always mm-hmm. think that like, no matter if people make fun of you or bully you or think your idea is stupid. If you're feeling it, it's a universal feeling because you are connected because we all are one. Like there's such a oneness there that it's like you, if you keep talking, you will find your people and you'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it is so important to be your authentic self because Mm. when you don't show up as your authentic self, you don't allow for authentic connection, right? Yeah. Like you're wondering like kind of why you're not vibing with people or people don't get it. It's like, well, are you actually being yourself? Because people can't connect with the real you if you're not actually being yourself. Mm-hmm. That is... Uh, have you ever been in a group where you're like... Like you've kind of made these friends and you're trying to be in this group or whatever it is. You're trying to fit in and you're just like, man, I cannot show up as myself in this group. Like no matter yep. how hard you try. <laughs> and For you're sure. just like, you're trying to force it. And I, I now take that as I'm like, Okay. Not my people. <laughs> no, not my people. I can so learn something from these people mm-hmm. and there's something so beautiful and I'll stay open to the learning, but I'm not going to force the connection anymore. No. What does yeah. that feel like when you're trying to force a connection for you? Do you it's notice like, yourself doing oh. it ever, especially as you grow your business? Oh my gosh. Do you know what's so crazy? What? I, I'm so in tune with what I need to do only from taking so many actions, right? And I know you're the yeah. same. Like now you just know. Like to me, it's yes. not a question. I know what I need to do. I will have physical symptoms. I'm not kidding you. I'll start waking up with migraines. Like I was, when all this stuff- If you don't do it? Oh, if I don't do it. Yeah. Like my body is literally revolting. Nothing is wrong. And I'm like, oh, that's like, why do I feel anxiety? Why why am I waking up with headaches? Why am I all this? Mm. Oh, my physical body will tell me if 
if I don't listen. It's crazy. Mm, Oh my God. I get that all of the time with people who I, they're not bad people. They're just not meant to be on the path that I'm trying to forge. And it will be like in my solar plexus and I can't figure out like what to do with my hands when I'm talking to them. And I feel so like I can't be at peace in my body. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is just a sign that I'm like trying to force something or whatever that is. Because yeah, I get a little bit of social anxiety with just about everybody that I meet for the first time or go to coffee with or whatever, but I'll eventually kind of settle in and conversation Mm -hmm. will take over. That energy will kind of come through, but I really pay attention to that. I'm like, well, if my my solar plexus won't calm down, it does not mean they are a bad person. Because sometimes I think in the spiritual world, we can be like, oh, my solar plexus was telling me they were off. I'm like, it doesn't mean they were off. It it could mean that for sure. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, it just means you guys are not aligned on the path that you're on right now. You could even totally, meet just them different in directions. two years. Yeah, totally. 100%. Absolutely. Um, you could meet them in two years and you guys could just fall right in and it could be freaking epic. could be awesome. Um, yeah, I've met so many girls now who... Or I've, I've had so many women now who are in my life that you know I knew seven years ago, but it just wasn't... We weren't mm-hmm. jiving because we weren't meant to be on each other's path yet. We had to go on our own routes for a long time. Totally. So, okay. Tell me what you, so you did the, the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, like number one, I want to hear just why people need to do it. And then will you tell us what is happening in your life right now? Yeah. I think the why is be exactly what you said for the ideas in the community and also the accountability. Mm-hmm. So like I was not going to stand up in front of everyone and be like, yeah, I'm going to sell my house and then come back and be like, well, I just didn't do it. Um, right. <laughs> so you just kind of put your ass on the line. Like, and that's, I think, again, knowing yourself, I'm a very motivated and driven person. At the same time, we all need accountability. Like we just do. So for me, like I, I said what I was going to do and then I did it because I said it. So, I mean, the accountability, the relationships, the people you'll meet, the people you're able to collaborate with. Like I still have guest speakers from our mastermind teaching in my programs, you know, doing bonus calls and just offering such massive value, not to mention helping me in my own life, right? Like when I need to move, Arvin being like, get your ass in gear. Mm -hmm. Um, So for sure, the people and just the things you learn, like the ideas you get. I, I mean, I have so so many ideas. And again, not that I'm even all implementing right now, but it's like, okay, when the time's right, now I've thought about this. Now I've saw this new perspective. It's wild. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a built-in network. I still mm-hmm. network with people, meaning they're either, oh, this is insane. Like I'm, I'm working with somebody from Lewis Howe's mastermind that I met like probably four years ago now. Totally. Um, and he is helping me so much on my business. Like I can't, he helped me with my investors deck. Like he's connecting, he connected me to four different attorneys that I use. I mean, like I cannot even tell you what is happening from that. And so many of the people there and so many of the connections have been probably a quarter of my podcast, no joke from that Mm -hmm. mastermind, like just the branches that have started from there. I really don't know how to measure it. It's no, you can't. <laughs> it's like it's, 50% it's a gift that or keeps more. on giving. Yeah. It's, a gift. it's like more. Yeah. See, when people are like, oh, I don't know what I got from it, it's, it's five months. And I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing, which I don't really know anyone who has said that <laughs> because it no. is such an actionable group. Like, this is not for you. If you're not going to take action, you will. It's not a fit. 
It's not a fit. It won't be comfortable because you have to get up in front of everyone. Um, but if you know you need accountability, it's definitely a fit. But it's like, it just, like you said, I, it will show up for years and years and years, maybe the rest of your life. So tell me about just the, the part where you were like, okay, you had to sell your house. Like, I don't, what happened there again? I don't remember. You were just like, it's not, you wanted my something. My energy different. was so bad. Yeah. Like my energy was literally, like I said, I was pushing a boulder uphill. I could not explain it. Like just being alone, working alone, not having coworkers. It was just not, nothing was actually wrong. It was yeah. just not a good environment. I'm such a people person. I was like, I'm not functioning well. I felt so isolated. It was terrible. And I just could not process how I was going to... Because I have a physical shop. I could not figure out how I was going to get my physical shop out. I was like, I can't afford a warehouse on my own. So it was just like asking, but I started asking a different question. It just so happened my friend Amanda is pregnant. Her space, she was at head stairs. She's not gonna be carrying a baby upstairs with all these boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I was running one day and I was like, wait a second. Like, why haven't I asked her about that? And so once I just started asking a different question and then I was like, I don't even, I'm not even a house person. I lived in apartments or condos in Denver for 10 years. Like, why do I think I need a house? So mm-hmm. I was like, F that. I'm moving downtown. I I like it better anyways. It was the best decision I ever made. And the the funny thing is though, my business has grown exponentially, but guess what? I was locked into my house and having, I couldn't even grow any further. Like I had to take this step in order to get the growth. Mm. It's just crazy. It is. And it's when you can narrow it down and sometimes it is our environment or sometimes it is a person or sometimes, you know, it can be little things like that, that open up everything else for Mm -hmm. you. Um, so I always talk about like the low hanging fruit, like really look at what feels like is stopping you right now every day for Mm -hmm. you. It was your house. You're like, this doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right. I can't even get the stuff done that I'm learning. Mm -hmm. So, um, and and that's a big deal. Like for a lot of people, they're using being locked into a house as an excuse. And you could have used that too. Mm -hmm. And you were like, Nope, I'm going to try to do whatever I can do to sell Mm -hmm. my house. And I don't even think it was that great of a market at the time or whatever, but it ended up working out great. But I was like, you know what? What's the next step, right? Yeah. Like, I, like instead of being like step 100, the sale of the house, which was really stressing me out, I was like, what's the yeah. next step? I have a friend that's a realtor. I could have her come over. I actually talked to someone in the mastermind about other options. Like that was in real estate. So I was like, oh, I can talk to them. Like I just started gathering information. I'm like, mm-hmm. next step, next step. And then once my realtor came, she's like, actually, I think we could do this. This Like I was like, I don't even care if I don't make a ton of money. As long as I don't lose money, I'm fine with it. And like, it was literally, I, I ended up making some money on it. Like it was all, it all worked out. Once I just kept getting more information, kept taking the next step. I had open house one weekend, sold it to one guy, paid full price offer. Yeah. I'm telling you, I know and some people might be like, Oh, that was lucky. And I fully just want to say it's not luck. It's full mm-hmm. intention and it's full leaning in and it's what you're focusing on. I've had, I have so many stories like that in my life where it was mm-hmm. like, we don't know where we're going next. Our lease is up. Somebody's already leased the home. <laughs> yeah. We have no, like the California market is insane. Like you, mm-hmm. you need to like know somebody on the inside and having somebody walk up to us and be like, Hey, this is your home. I'm not even shitting you because I was yeah. like, that sounds like a crazy story, it. <laughs> but it, it happened because I stopped and told Chris, I listened to a Gabby Bernstein podcast, mm-hmm. like when I was in the thick of this and she like was trying to buy a house And her husband was like super, like they were in fear over it. They didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't know where they wanted to go. All of these different things. And she was like, stop. 
we're not in faith. We have to just pray and be in full faith that it's this or something better. Mm -hmm. And so that day we were freaking out and I was like, nope, we can't do this anymore. We can't worry about being homeless. We can't worry about not finding a a place that's a good fit. I'm like, this or something better. And that week, someone walked up to us on the street that we knew. And he was like, I have a house for you. I'm not even kidding you. And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you talking about? That's literally what I was saying. Like, what are you talking about? And it was our house. So yeah, yeah, you just, you lean in and it's it's the choice when you decide to go all in and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'll be taken care of. I don't know what it's going to look like. It may be ugly for a while, Mm -hmm. but that's okay. It's going to be part of it. So, okay. So tell me everything that you are doing now. You have had some major wins. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that you had talked to Chris a couple times about things and then he's been updating me on all of your epicness. But tell me what you have going on everything right now. Yeah. So it's really wild. So because of my mentorship program and really focusing on helping nurses as humans first, Nurses second, it's gotten a lot of attention because not a lot of people were doing that. Now, some of my mentees are becoming nurse mentors. Um, I'm currently working on a certification program to because so many of my mentees want to become mentors. So yeah. that's in the works. What, can um, you tell me what that breaks down to just for people to really understand, especially if they want to do it? Is that like an online program? Is that absolutely. a membership? What is that? Yeah, we have a group program now. It's a three-month group program mm-hmm. that basically like the motto of my business is leap, land, live, leap, take a chance in yourself, land confidently on t- your own two feet and live a life by your own design. Mm-hmm. So I basically help nurses take a leap on whatever they want to do and take action because that's mm-hmm. <laughs> like the number one thing. So for some people, they want to stay in nursing and they want to love it. They don't know why they're not, but they're probably just misaligned with their current role yeah. or they're not taking care of themselves outside of work. It's like 84% of my mentees rate their level of hobby and adventure below a five on a scale of one to 10. They oh, are man. like, yeah, have no hobbies or anything exciting outside of work. So it's going to be very hard to work at a job that's high stress and taking care of people if you don't love your life outside of work, right? So figuring out those pieces. And then some people have other things they want to start. Businesses, blogs, side hustles, other projects. Like I have one lady that's now a CPR instructor. Duh, like all these nurses need to get recertified. She has like a thriving business. (laughs) She just needed to, to make a change and do what was in her heart. So really just helping nurses take action on their goals, whatever that means. It's a three month program we run three times a year. Wow, that is amazing. And you're doing other stuff outside of that now too. You have events. Yeah. So So tell me about your events. Yeah. So I have, I do monthly meetups and coffee talks. These are always free, just providing support for nurses. So you're in Michigan. Yep. I'm in Michigan, Mm -hmm. but we have them all over the country because we've actually empowered our community to host their own. So I never wanted the Nurses Inspired Nurses movement to be about me. I wanted it to be about the community. And so I can't be everywhere, obviously, but I don't need to be because Nurses Inspired Nurses is about nurses helping each other. So I've actually created the material for nurses to host their own. And now nurses are supporting their own community, which literally like is so amazing. It makes me so happy. Um, so those are always free, just monthly meetups for support. And then every July we have our epic nurse give back night. It's the nurse party of the year. And I always tell people there's no education. There is no anything. It is literally a party. It's a blast. Like we, I, I get so crazy. So my team is like, has this new hashtag on our chat. On our chat. <laughs> hashtag not Oprah yet. They're like, Gail, you can be Gail. <laughs> Calm down. Because I get like so over the top, but I'm literally talking about like the most epic sponsors. Like we do the swag bags alone are worth hundreds of dollars, like free scrubs. Like we're having like a Mm. silent disco. Like I get food trucks. We do like free drinks. Like it's just like 
a complete blast. So that's mm. like brings, cause I just love gifts and like giving. So that's like my big give back. So we're doing like, I'm, I'm going so crazy this year. We're having like a red carpet and VIP style. Oh my God, how fun. Oh yeah. I'm I want to go. Oh, if yeah, I dress I'm up as a sexy nurse, can I go? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, how did we sell a thousand more tickets? Oh, Lori's coming as a sexy nurse. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> or it might like back down on the ticket sales. That could go either way. I'm not sure. This is like another, you know, just like to show what happens. Actually talk about like things not going how you planned. The venue mm-hmm. that I originally had booked. And like, so we have 400 people coming. I mean, that's like a decent size. It's big. That's big. That's big. I can't get a liquor license through the state of Michigan because I'm not a nonprofit and I'm selling tickets and all this stuff. I already paid a deposit. I already have sold 250 uh. tickets to a 400 person event, right? Like this is the stuff. And I'm, I just changed the venue and we got a new venue, but you know, I was like five minutes. Okay. I literally want to freak out next mm-hmm. minute. What can I do to take action? We're doing a VIP happy hour on Sunday. The place that we were going to have that happy hour, the guy's like, actually, I love nurses. I want to give you the space. It's even bigger has two floors, outdoor patio. And he's like, I'm not, I mean, we have to pay for other things, but he's literally not charging me a rental space. So it's like, you know what? Universe always got your back. (laughs) That it always does. That just happened to us pretty much for event love. Like we had booked another spot. It was, we ended up outgrowing it. It was, it was going to be bigger than that. And we were like, what the heck are we going to do? Had our, had our freak out moment. And then it just, everything worked out that we were able to use it for something else. And then we found something so much better. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. You just, yeah. and that's the, that's the journey that people don't see. And they, yeah. I will tell you though, I think that there are moments that I can see on my path. And I know that you've had these two where like when the venue wasn't working out for me, I had a few things not work out all at once on this new event that I was doing, mm-hmm. event love, which we had yeah. just had. And I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing it because it's not going smoothly. Like it was not going, it went super smooth for a while. And I was like, yes, see, (laughs) we're so meant to be doing this. Then all of a sudden we hit like a lot of bumps that did not feel good. It felt like really frustrating and overwhelming. And maybe this isn't, it made me kind of start going, maybe this isn't right. Maybe we, you know, maybe this isn't in demand. Tickets were not selling at all for a while. It's like a bunch sold in the beginning and then we were on a drought. And I was like, oh no, this isn't right. And the second that I was like, oh, you're leaning into the problems and then this isn't right. You need to keep getting yourself out of this and keep forging ahead and figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And And it was epic. It was epic. I can't imagine not doing it. So many great things have come out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's easy to get stuck in those oh, places. Oh, yeah. <laughs> focus on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you just went right back into action. Like that's always... Oh, yeah. Your... I was like, yeah. oh, no. I've sold 200... Like we have this party every year. Like we're having the yeah. party. So we got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, totally. So right, you guys, like the key... Don't get stuck there. Go right back into action mm-hmm. because when it looks like it's not working out, it could just be, it's realigning you for something better. Just yes. wasn't, it wasn't the right fit. Like that's all I can see. Like if speakers don't show up, if they quit, great. <laughs> wasn't going to be the right fit. Like you don't totally. know why. You don't know why. 100%. So you got to move forward with it. Okay. So you have your events, you have your mentorship. You're, I think you're also like speaking and teaching. Yep. Speaking. Yep. Tell me how that came about. I think I just was doing something different. So people were like, can you speak to our nursing students? Can you speak at this? So I just mm-hmm. started, I guess, same thing. Yeah. I just kind of started and took action on it. And then because of the work that I'm doing, that's honestly a little bit different. 
um, some healthcare companies noticed and it's costing healthcare a ton of money and nurses leaving the profession at such a rapid rate and they don't really know what to do about it. And because I have this program and they're like, you're a thought leader. And I was like, wait, what, me? <laughs> you should yeah. have the right person. Um, but yeah, they're like, you're a thought leader and we want to work with you. And that's what Chris really helped me with. And so now I'm able to have this huge, massive impact, which just kind of blows my mind. I was just in Dallas this past week um, with a huge you know, national company talking to all of their executives, which is just blows my mind about what, mm-hmm. what we need to fix. And so, yeah, some more speaking that's coming out of that and working with them very closely. And it'll be so exciting. But if you're in the nursing world, you're going to know that there's hope. And you know, that's my goal that just everyone goes into it feeling super supported. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Um, and one last thing, because I, I know that when you went to go and talk to them, I don't know if you want to share it or if you can share, you don't need to share numbers or anything, but you needed to be equipped to ask for what you wanted to get paid. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I know that you, I, I don't know if you felt like you weren't sure, but I loved that you had reached out. I think you reached out to Chris to talk about that. But I want to talk about reaching out to people and asking because what would have happened if you wouldn't have reached out? Like, what were you even thinking about, you know, when they first approached you with, hey, what this is what this looks like? What should we pay? All of those things. Yeah, I was so unsure. And I'd also never pitch myself. I'm mm. completely comfortable in sales one to one, like selling my programs or whatever. Also, thanks yeah. to network marketing. <laughs> really good. Yeah, advice. totally. Same. You know, use your background, but to pitch to a corporation, whole different animal. And if I, even my mom, my mom knows nothing about, she's like, I'm so glad you joined that mastermind. (laughs) She Mm. knows nothing. Um, She's just like, always says that. And I'm so glad I did too, because I had to ask Chris, like, how do you even pitch to a corporation? What do I say? Mm. And he like really set me on the straight and narrow and having the opportunity, even in the mastermind, to be able to ask you guys questions. It's like success leaves clues. Why would you not be in the room with successful people where you can are allowed to ask whatever question you want to know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So um being able to ask those questions cannot put a price tag on that. And then being able to have a lawyer that's in the elite level mastermind, like I needed to have a contract and all these things. So Chris is like, oh, you know, Andrea's in the elite level mastermind. I'm like, perfect. So now I have a lawyer and um, just all of that. But yeah, my hourly rate, like I had an amount, I more than 10X my income. Like last, less than a year ago, I was working at the hospital. Mm-hmm. I quit in April of 2019. And then now it's... You just bought the hospital. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> that would be wild. But then, like, to see, like, in less than a year, I'm yeah. standing at the on the stage as a thought leader, and they're like, "Oh, you're closing our presentation." So mm-hmm. I've been pitching ideas as a consultant. They're like, "No, we want you to actually come present the ideas yourself." Mm-hmm. So the vice president of clinical operations is like, "You're closing the whole thing." Wow, it was wild. So yeah, and then so the hourly rate that I wanted, Chris was like, "I would like you to double that," and I was like. But I was like, what do I have to lose, right? Yeah. And then you got it, right? They didn't bat an eye. I should have probably asked for more. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, like, good thing. Good thing I didn't. Isn't that insane? Good. Yeah. I I remember when it happened and I was just because he let me know. I was like, oh my God. I'm making more than 10 times my previous hourly rate. And now you can show up fully like, oh, girl, like you are in your energy. You are rejuvenated. You are like on fire because you're getting yeah. what you feel you're worth. 
hundred percent. And they are too. Like they're so happy. Oh, you're a special guest. I'm like, Oh, me? Thanks. Yeah. Yes, you are. (laughs) So I am so grateful that you came on today. Um, Like beyond, you have no idea. I just think that your whole avenue of what you're doing and just how you're doing it and how you've supported yourself is Mm -hmm. it's so, it's so tangible. Like, that's why I love your story is it wasn't like, yeah, I just got lucky. It was like, no, I kept leaning in and I kept figuring it out. And this, I just kept following that. If I knew this, I needed this, then I knew other people needed this. For sure. Um, And it's such a, it's like, everybody knows about, you know, somebody has a nurse in their life somewhere. And in everyone's area of life or whatever they're doing, there's always room for improvement. They just need to start asking better questions. Like what's not working for you? Mm-hmm. And then figure out, you know, I know that this avenue might be somewhat new, but there's mm-hmm. so many things that have already been developed that can also be developed better that oh, they yeah. can push themselves for. Like you literally created a new position and category, which you can do every day, all the time with wherever you're at. And it doesn't even mean that they have to become an entrepreneur. They could actually stay mm-hmm. where they want and do it. So yeah. that's why I love just this whole idea and concept of your journey. So I'm super grateful where can we find you, follow you, know about your mentorship program? Yep. Nursesinspirenurses.com, everything. I own it all. If you Google it, I come up everywhere. Yay. Instagram. Um, and so then my awesome. personal is Nine Lives Health, N-I-N-E Lives Health. But for any nurses, they can just go to Nurses Inspire Nurses, IG, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. It's easy to Amazing. So awesome, Kat. And I always, and I, I just realized why you're Nine Lives because your name is Kat. Um <laughs> Yeah. And do you know, cats don't really have nine lives, obviously. Well, maybe they do. They don't really know. Let's not get, let's, that's a podcast for another day. You're right, but exactly. They're super agile and they always leap and land on their feet. And like I said, I'm never oh. going to be the one to hold myself back. That's what my motto was leap, land, live. But that's how the myth came about with cats with nine lives because they always are taking a leap. And that's yeah. what I promise to always do. Oh my God. I love that. Oh my God. And I'm so glad I interrupted myself with that thought from <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> so I always end on one last question. And let me see if I can remember it. Um, <laughs> okay. You're it's so funny. Sometimes I say... I listen to your podcast enough. Question. I can answer. <laughs> oh, you already know the, the question. So you're in an elevator ride with a total stranger. 30 seconds, that is it. And they look at you and say, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? Just be yourself. Hmm. That's it, it. You have all the answers. Just literally be yourself. Leap Every land day. and live. Yeah. Leave, plan, and live. Yeah. Live a life by your own design. That's so it. beautiful. And God, is that true? Mm-hmm. All right, Kat, thank you so much. You guys, thank if you, you love this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. Make sure you text it to somebody right now, because I guarantee that they're probably praying for it or mm-hmm. needing some sign. And you have no idea what you're doing just by helping someone uh, show them what is possible. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. 
Listen, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start 
which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.